Welcome to Two Larrys and a Mic, the first one of the new year of Yay. 2023. I'm Larry Dowdy. Larry Bly here. And Mike. 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 Uh, Mike? Uh, oh, oh, this is interesting. Uh, Mike has decided to be a tattoo removal specialist. Oh, no. What he's using there sounds pretty harsh to be a... Not only will he remove outdated and sagging tattoos, yeah. but he's doing some paint removal jobs on the side. <laughs> Sounds like he, he can handle it one way or the other. Yeah. You know, a lot of those people got those tattoos 20, 30 years ago, and now, you know, they're drooping. <laughs> they're drooping real bad. So anyway, he's uh, a usual, uh, unusual. He's performing a, a public service. Oh, in a rough patch there. Public service. <laughs> there we go. Well, we'll so much him, for Mike. Uh, we'll, we'll let him perfect that. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. This time do you around, have, uh, do you have any uh, well tattoos? No, no. no I don't no. have any tattoos. Well, well, I'm too much of a wuss <laughs> to get a tattoo. I'm just going to tell you the truth. I, I don't want to put myself through any extra pain. Well, for one thing, <laughs> my skin is falling off my body as it is. Yeah. I mean, I have the worst skin in the world. And, uh, you know, that's all I need is to have someone trying to paint some picture on my skin while it's coming off. So, uh, oh, I do have one little thing, quickie thing here before we oh. get into what we're going to do today. Okay. Uh, I went past uh, coming down 419 this morning on the way into the mm -hmm. studio, mm -hmm. and Ruby Tuesdays has been reduced to just Tuesdays. I <laughs> They've torn half the sign down. I'm thinking by the time we're done with this podcast, it'll just be Ruby. It is gone. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So we lost Red Lobster. Yep. And Ruby Tuesday. It's going to be Ruby's out of here. One time, <laughs> baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, this time around, we're doing the best lady songs. Oh, no. I didn't know that. We are. And uh -huh. this is episode 55 of Two Larry's and a Mike. But before we get to the lady songs. Oh, yes. It's a birthday time. Yes, it is. Birthday time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, happy birthday wishes to Keith Richards, who turned 79 Yikes. recently. Uh, Christina Aguilera, 42. Billie Eilish, 21. Good heavens. Seems I have like stuff in my refrigerator older than that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Former Kiss drummer Peter Chris, 77. Musician Alan Parsons, 74. Uh, Bobby Columbi of Blood, Sweat, and Tears, the drummer for the group, 78. Uh, Megan Trainer turned 29, and she also turned up the bass, I think. Uh, guitarist Rick Nielsen of Cheap Trick. I was listening to a lot of Cheap Trick over the holidays. Oh, you've got to be! You've no, got to be kidding! I'm serious. Have you heard their Christmas album? What is wrong with you? Christmas album is awesome, <laughs> and they do a fantastic version. Are you kidding me? No, I'm serious. <laughs> uh, they do a fantastic version of Nielsen's "Remember." Huh? On that album. The the song Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't remember You it didn't first. remember it, but you remember the song. Okay. Yeah, uh, seven, yeah. <laughs> Rick, 74. Uh, Ricky Martin, uh, 51 recently. Mick Jones of Foreigner, 78. Carla Bonoff, 71. David Knopfler of Dire Straits, 70. John Legend turned 44. Edgar Winter, 76. And country singer-guitarist Marty Rowe of Diamond Rio, 62. Singer Marianne Faithful, 76 years old. Singer, actor Yvonne Elliman, 70. What was that if, song she If did? I Can't Have You. If I Can't Have You, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, singer Paul Stuckey, remember Peter Paul uh, Mary, yeah. 85. Wedding song. I think he's the last hit. one hanging on, isn't he? Yeah. Singer so. Patty Smith, 76. Musician Jeff Lynn, 75. Singer Burton Cummings of the Guess Who, one of the great voices mm -hmm. of rock and roll, 75 yep. years old. Yep. Singer guitarist Country Joe McDonald of Country Joe and the Fish is 81. 
one. There's some great birthdays indeed. Are you ready to move on to our topic in this podcast? Let's move on. How about our opening montage of all the ladies? Lady. Lady, lady, lady. Everything from Lady from Kenny Rogers, Lay Lady Lay, Bob Dylan, Who's That Lady? Isley Brothers. Lady Willpower, Gary Puckett, and the Union Gap. The Lady is a Tramp. My favorite version from Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. And the video goes along with that. It's fantastic. Dark Lady from Cher. Foxy Lady from Jimi Hendrix. Lady Madonna Beatles. She's a Lady Tom Jones. Great song. Lady Blue, one of my favorite songs from Leon Russell. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. South City Midnight Lady, Doobie Brothers. And Lady Godiva from Peter and Gordon. And Lady from Sticks. What about Lady Chablis? Lady Chablis. Chablis. You know, you know who you ever watched the movie Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil? I've watched it one time. Well, yeah. the Lady Chablis was that that black. Uh, well, I don't think it was transvestite. I don't think it was just a, a, a drag. Queen. Okay, yeah. That uh, went to that cotillion and <laughs> okay. caused quite a stir. Huh. Oh, and I'll have to Lady go back and watch it. Lady Chablis actually wrote a book that was fairly fascinating uh-huh. and appeared right here in Roanoke, Virginia, and got to meet her. Really? For him. <laughs> well, I actually got to meet both of them at <laughs> <laughs> the same time. <laughs> okay. So I don't I, know why I, you brought that up. It has nothing to do with music. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at all these songs, mm. listening to all these songs, coming up with more and more titles, songs with Lady in the title. Mm-hmm. And there were so many to choose from. I was sort of shocked at the list. And I kept, like yourself, kept adding to it as well. <laughs> so, yeah, that's crazy. It really is. Lady Blue, Leon Russell, mm-hmm. Foxy. We already mentioned Foxy Lady with Jimi Hendrix. Who's That Lady? Did you mention that too? Uh, yes. No. Isley Brothers. But, you know, I always call it Who's That Lady? Yet the title of it is actually That Lady, Part 1. Okay. As only the Isleys could. There was probably a part two, but that was on the flip side of the single. Which, okay. by, the, by the way, quick story. Uh, Paul McCartney, just before Christmas, came out with uh, uh, all of his singles, re-released all of his singles, okay? And according to Apple Music, it takes uh, 10 hours plus to listen to all the songs. And I asked Sammy Oki, because you know he's got it. He's the man. Uh, it, it's like 159 cuts, yeah. front and back. Mm. And I asked him, I said... Is this on CDs or is no, this... No, 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 It's It's on vinyl. <laughs> and I really? said, so, Sammy, have you listened to all of those yet? He said, well, the problem is I listen to one, and then I have to get out of my chair, go over to the record player, yes, flip it. Oh, so they're on 45. <laughs> they're on 45. Oh, no. All of the single. Well, of course, you can download That's it. That's dreadful. It's a lot... I, I did it the easy way, yeah, downloading it. Yeah, Thank you very much. Can't believe. Well, now you know they used to have something, Sammy, called uh, automatic changer. You know, they were invented many years ago, so that you would not have to jump up and run across. But turntables today yeah. don't feature. And what did we do today before we came on on the podcast? We replaced the we replaced stylus the stylus in, in my turntable, and believe me, it took both of us to get it done, and a hammer and saw and several other things. But I got a brand new one, ten dollars. Wow. 
Wow. Sure. It's a sure. Mm, They're still a, making that's them. That's a very good price. I know. If you went through that other place across town, they'd charge you 50, 60 bucks for it. Got this one on eBay. You can find anything. I think the last one I bought when I had a turntable was like 100 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. What in God's name did you have a it, bang it, and Olfson system? <laughs> what in the heck did you have? I don't know. I thought it was Never the thing to do at the time. But anyway, uh, let me mention something about uh, that lady from the Isley Brothers. The group actually formed in the early 50s as a gospel group. That lady was their third biggest hit, but they never had a number one song, but reached number two for two weeks in 69 with It's Your Thing. You remember that song, don't you? Do what you want to do. Yeah, It's Your Thing. Isley Brothers. Great uh, R&B trio from Cincinnati. Well, I was trying to think of something. I see we have Red Roses for a Blue Lady by Vic Dana. I don't remember that. I remember but, the song. But, but wasn't I don't. the song uh, hit by what's his name out in Vegas? Uh, the guy Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton, Mr. Newton, Fig Newton, who was from here. <laughs> yeah, I think that was. I think he did a version of it as well. Okay. Yeah. Sophisticated Lady, Natalie Cole, that 1976. Song. That was that terrific. That was a mm-hmm. wonderful one. It really was. Uh, lady, you bring me up. Three times a lady. Those both songs from Commodores. Yep. Uh, you mentioned Leon Russell, and we had it in the uh, opening montage. Did you know that Leon Russell, vocalist, songwriter, mm. multi-instrumentalist, session man, he recorded as Hank Wilson? No. In 1973? No. Maybe that's why the career didn't work out for Hank. But you know, as a session man, he played on a lot of really yeah. oddball yep. songs yep. down through the years. Quite a you know, he was really something. Of course, I guess for Top 40, his two biggest, uh, Tightrope in 72, and then Lady Blue in 75. But he was such a huge songwriter. Uh, when it comes to his writing talents, mm. he wrote Superstar with Bonnie Bramlett for The Carpenters. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't aware he wrote this Masquerade no, for George I, Benson. I thought George Benson wrote it. And, he just sang it then, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah. And then Leon and the Shelter people, <laughs> his group, <laughs> performed with Joe Cocker on The Letter. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Here's something I've never heard of. The Bullfighter Was a Lady, Elvis Presley. That couldn't have been a very big hit. I don't think I've heard hit. that either. Could that have been a big hit? Well, it, it was Elvis. Lady in Red, Chris DeBerge. Mm-hmm. Is that Chris DeBerge. The bird. The bird. The bird. The bird. The bird. The bird. You remember the French chef on the Muppets? Lady by Sticks. That was a good song. That was a great song. I like it. Lady by Kenny Rogers, 1980. Yeah. Green Eyed Lady, Sugarloaf. Oh, man. I don't get no better. The long version of that is just terrific, even today. Yeah. Even today. You can go out, wash the car, and everything. But you realize Sugarloaf only had, as great as they sounded, they only had two big hits, Green, so? Green Eyed Lady mm-hmm. in 1970, and Don't Call Us, We'll, we'll call, call You, you. Yeah. which How was about? a great song. Such big hits and nothing else, huh? Yeah. Ladies Night Tonight, Cool to the Gang, I 1979. Good dance number, by the way. I can't tell you. I'm at times Twinkle Toes Lair. That's me. <laughs> uh, trip the Light Fantastic. <laughs> In one club or another, dancing to that. Uh, one of the most famous of the ladies' songs, of course, the little old lady from Pasadena. Go, Granny, go, Granny, go, Granny, go. Jan the Dean, 1964. What a fun song. Oh, no, yeah, it still is. Uh, lady Sings the Blues, Billie Holiday. Back in 1956, she did that song. Mm-hmm. I remember well. I was still in my first diaper. Oh, had little baby headphones on. I was into my third oh. career at 
at that point in radio. <laughs> Not really. But anyway, oh, my screen just went blank. <laughs> my screen, oh, there we go. It's back again. I'm having a nerve-wracking morning. I'm just having a lot of strange things happen to me. So anyway. Well, we're just coming off the holidays. We are, holidays, and that's part so, of the problem. Uh, yeah, I, I think yeah. I'm a little rusty. I thought you were a little Larry. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> what do I know? Okay. Uh, the Australian group, Little River Band, oh, man. had a string of hits from the mid-70s to the early 80s, but their entry into the podcast topic of songs with Lady in the title just couldn't measure up, apparently, to number three, Reminiscing, that was 79, Lonesome Loser, number six, in the fall of 79. Lady only made it to number six. Is that so, really? Yeah. It seems like... And I thought it was a great song. Well, it wasn't. It stuck around on radio for a very long time. Yes, so obviously did. the program directors liked it, whether anybody else <laughs> did or not. You remember Sentimental Lady by Bob Welch? I do. 1977. Yeah. You know, he was Lawrence Welch. Is, uh, <laughs> that's what my granddad used to say. Oh, now... Uh, no. Seven o'clock tonight. Don't forget, uh, Lawrence Welch comes on. And I go, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would do that when I'd talk to my mother <laughs> on Saturday nights. It would come on, and I'd hear it. Of course, so would half the neighborhood because um, she had it up so loud. I said, uh, well, I think you have to go watch Lawrence Welch. And she would reply to me, yes, uh, Lawrence Welk just came on. <laughs> okay. Well, you go you go watch that. I'm going to go watch something totally well, different. Well, we only had one TV. You're lucky if you could go watch something else. You know what I did? What? I went in and took a tub bath. <laughs> and it lasted for the entire hour. I'd be, all, I'd be coming out all shriveled up. <laughs> but I was a very clean kid. I hated that. Well, no, I don't hate it. It, was all, it, was, it did what it did, okay? Well, there you was, go. You know, he had his, and he had a couple of hit records, by the way, I would run. Well, that's you. true. Yeah. That's Elephant Walk. Remember that? I do, yes. Yeah, Crazy yeah. Elephant Walk. Wonderful song. And uh, there was another one, too, I can't remember the name of, but it uh, featured a, well, I'll have to think about that one. It's an instrumental, as I recall. Mm. I don't know how we got off on that. Well, we, we took a wrong turn somewhere. That's we all right. Should have okay. stuck with GPS. Just go right on ahead with the uh, ladies' things, because I've, I've, that's all I got. A song you could probably relate to, mm -hmm. South City Midnight Lady. Oh, yeah. Doobie Brothers. I, that, that was uh, Bart Prater's favorite from Captain and Me mm -hmm. in 73. Mm -hmm. A song written and sung by guitarist-songwriter Patrick Simmons. And I was, I went back and listened to the album Captain and Me the mm -hmm. other day. What a great album! Okay. And then and you the, get to South City Midnight, yeah. South City Midnight Lady, and it's like, wow, hmm. incredible! Uh, you remember Disco Lady? I do. Johnny Taylor? Yeah. Played it on the radio. Uh, we've talked about this one before. Special Lady. Ray Goodman and Brown. That one. I, they weren't your attorneys, right? Doesn't. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't ring a bell with me for some reason. And I know you're a big Helen Reddy fan. I am. Was Ain't Angie, no way Angie to Baby. treat a lady. Yeah, that was a great song. It was a fabulous song. It was a great song. I didn't like everything she did, but I liked a lot of what she did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So some great songs no. uh, with "Lady" in the title, and I'm sure there's some we missed. Are we up to that part yet? What part might Th that, that be? Might be seconds guessing. Oh, you want to? Or, do or are we skipping seconds guessing no. for the year? New, 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 new. I was afraid you were going to say that. Okay. Seconds guessing. Right, you know well. we have to. We have to do seconds guessing. Everybody waiting for it. Everybody wants it. Everybody wants it. <laughs> I guess you want to know what you win if you and all if, these of course. If have, I ever get that far, <laughs> I don't know. You've done pretty well. A friend of mine said, uh, my friend John Mike Elder up in Washington the yeah. other day says, "Do you ever tell him 
what these songs are in advance. And I said, oh, no, that's a part of the fun of it. And he says, well, you know what? He's remarkable. He does a great job of it. Even stuff that he shouldn't remember, he remembers. So you know, we Mike give, Elder is extra kind. We'll give you a little credit on that one. Anyway, from the prize closet, okay. uh, this VHS tape, a tutorial on how to play the spoons. <laughs> You'll become a virtuoso on various spoons that you already own. The tablespoon, yeah. and of course the always popular teaspoon. Okay. Guaranteed results are your money back. So oh, there you go. Okay. It's uh, about the best I can do this time around. You know, I do the best I can. All right. I, I believe I'm ready for the first edition of ready, Seconds Guessing in the New this Year. Thing here? I'm, I'm ready. All yeah. right, here we go. Easy peasy on the Uh, lay, Lady, Lay, Bob Dylan. Why is it I can understand him in this song? Because he used to be understandable in songs. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> she always knows her place. She's got style. She's got grace. She's a winner. She's a lady. Who's that big? Tom th- Jones. Yep, Tom yep. Jones. Okay. You got it right. Boy, right. you nailed him left and right. Here comes another. That's uh, Lady Marmalade. Patty LaBelle. That's Patty LaBelle. Do it, baby. And, you know, uh, Christine Aguilera did a great job. She did. She likes the theater. Oh, yes. And never comes late. You know, I started to put this in the open. Uh, Frank Sinatra. Ladies to Tramp. Well, she'd hate but, but, you got it. But I like um, I like the other version from uh, from Tony Bennett better. You know, you do the... Oh, this is a great song. Cher. Yep. Dark Lady. I think this might have been one of the better songs that she ever did right. in that era. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Before she got into some other, other types of music that she got into. I always liked this song. Played great it song. a million times and still sang along with it. That's how you know it's good, folks. <laughs> Definitely Hendrix. No two ways about that. Now, here's one that's real easy for you. I think you'll get this one. Cool in the Gang. Oh, what a night. What a great song. What Ladies great Night. Song. We, you know, we, that was one of the first songs we played on K92 in I'll 1980. Bet. It was, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was. Terrific. Notice I let that one roll a little I bit. Appreciate I appreciate that. I kind so of enjoyed it a great deal. Good stuff. All right, here we go. Another one. And before you know. Tell I'm ready. Yeah. Ain't no way to treat a lady. No, ain't no way to treat a lady. No, no it's not. Okay. Behave yourself. <laughs> Your love is peaceful like a summer's breeze. Smooth as peanut butter. Oh, man. Lou Rawls. Lou Rawls. Lady love. Well, absolutely. I just love Lou Rawls. I do I'm too. so sorry do he's too. gone. Yeah, he left the yeah. world way too early, yes. as a matter of fact. All right. Here comes right. another mentioned this one a couple of times. Yeah, I'm just going to let it play. Is that okay? <laughs> South City Midnight Lady. The newbies. Yep. Man, you've been very kind to me in this first one. Uh, you've done very well on this one. I'll tell you, I wish I had a better prize. That's the uh, little old lady from Pasadena. Shannon Dick. 
Dan and Gianna Dean. And, well, you did great. You just did great. That's all I can tell you. Uh, well, that, that was that was a fun second's guessing. It certainly was. Of course, now I have to learn how to play spoons. Well, I thought you, you know, every time I throw something like that at you, you've already done it. <laughs> you know, like this, or whatever that. Nah, I haven't, I haven't mastered the spoon playing yet. I have something interesting for you, Mr. Dowdy. Oh? What to watch. Okay. Hmm. This is interesting. It's called uh, Sometimes When We Touch. Okay. Your honesty is too much. That's that song. From Paramount Streaming. Dan and, Hill yeah. did the song? Dan Hill. Okay. From Paramount Streaming, All right. All right. Paramount Plus. Okay. But we managed to get it through another somewhere else where we had to watch 150 commercials, <laughs> but we got to see it for free. Okay. It's a three-part docuseries. Yeah. This is fascinating. And by the way, we've watched this fascinating. Explores the untold history of soft rock music. Sometimes dub, dubbed today Yacht Rock in recent years, huh. whose artists dominated pop music worldwide in the 1970s, only to crash and burn in the 80s. Featured are the all-new interviews with Air Supply, Dan Hill, who said sometimes mm-hmm. when we touch inspired right. series title, uh, Kenny Loggins, Ray Parker Jr., and guess who? Rupert Holmes. Yes, oh, Mr. Pina Colada himself. The and, escape song. Oh, but let me tell you something. Uh-huh. You're going to learn a great deal about really? Mr. Pina Colada, Mr. Rupert Holmes, uh-huh. it turns out, has had quite the career. And he is a fascinating man. And he is featured throughout. And you will just be knocked out of mm. all the people that he's written for and produced for. He is a very talented guy. And he says, yes, I know. That Pina Colada is the song everyone loves to hate. But he says they're still asking for it to this day. And he's laughing all the way to the bank. Oh, absolutely, yes. I mean, not just for that song. Right, he's written a lot of that. other big hits, too. Yep. But anyway, I thought you may wanna, might want to check that out. I've already watched the whole series. I'm finished with it. Okay. And I didn't even have to pay for it. How about that? <laughs> huh? 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 I will have to find out your secret. Would you like to have a pop quiz at this point? Oh, yes, please. All right. Pop quiz. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get any prizes, but you do get to hear this really loud, cork, irritating sound. Have we not paid for that I'm sound sorry. effect yet? <laughs> I just love it. Uh, you know Leslie Gore's big hit, It's My Party, and I'll Cry If I Want To? Yes, yes. Well, did she ever own a restaurant called It's My Parsley? <laughs> Simple yes or no, Larry. I, I would don't think po- not. Don't ponder it too much. I would think not. Well, you're absolutely right. <laughs> So why would I ask such a stupid question? <laughs> when but Pier, it's a good idea. <laughs> well, listen, now I'm going to give you the, the scoop on it. Okay. When Pier 39 in uh-huh. San Francisco opened in 1978, it became a major tourist stop. Mm-hmm. And it included a kitchenware shop called It's My Parsley, owned by Leslie Gore and run by her then-girlfriend. So you see, you learn something every day huh. on the program. I'm going to tell you. So, uh, I didn't see that one coming. No, I know you didn't. Okay. Oh, I've got some news, too. Oh. There. I just seem to have one thing after another now, don't I? <laughs> it's no end to me, I know. And I'm, I'm sorry. Well, we're catching up from the year end. Yeah. This being the first podcast. All no. right. So, so we, we have news. So here we go. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Wow. What brought that on? Oh, really? Come on. Oh, come on, shake it, baby. Uh, Yeah. David Rose, did he do that? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, dancers at a topless dive bar in North Hollywood are holding a historic union <laughs> election. Expect immediate gratification, but they'll need to wait a little longer. Oh. The National Labor Relations Board said last week that a majority of the ballots were challenged by the club Star Garden, and the Labor Board couldn't complete a tally. So the announcement was a blow for the group of strippers seeking to join... <laughs> Actors Equity Association, <laughs> a century-old union that represents actors and stage managers on Broadway and at venues such as Hollywood Pantages Theater. The effort represents a move by established union to bring historically marginalized workers into the fold of organized labor. So let me ask the question I'm hoping some of our podcast listeners are wondering right now. Mm. So strippers are actors, well, they fall. They're they're in show business. It's, it's it's a part of show business. Apparently, it's a subculture. Show business. It's a genre. It's a what? I don't know. It's so they should really be at the Golden Globes. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Leave, just, wait a minute. Leave that alone. Just leave think, it. Leave oh, it where it is. Yes. Let's let that. Yes. One let's go. If you don't. Okay. Mind. All right. Just something that popped in my head. I'm not sure why, and I may ask myself later why. Yeah. Yeah. You perhaps you will. Uh, we've had a couple of deaths. Oh, boy. You don't have any of them? I have nothing. How have you missed all this? I don't know. Horse breeder, wife of Rolling Stone, dies at 84. Who would that be? Um, Shirley Ann Watts. Really? Former art student and prominent breeder of Arabian horses who met drummer Charlie Watts well before he joined the Rolling Stones. She she was 84. She, and that said, he just died not too yeah, long August, ago. August August yeah. 24th of 21, I think it was. Shirley died peacefully on Friday the 16th of December in Devon after a oh. short illness surrounded by her family. Hmm. You know, I told you about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. while Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, and Ronnie Wood all have had multiple wives and girlfriends, Charlie and Shirley Watts remained together for more than 50 years until Charlie died in 2021. So anyway, mm. that, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Another one, and I, I would have given you this one. In fact, I'm going to give it to you so I don't do all the talking here. Oh. Go ahead and do that. Okay. All right, just do that one. It's, I've typed it up so you oh, don't you, have to. You, you told me a little bit about this, and I, 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 Anita Pointer of the Pointer Sisters. Mm-hmm. What there, there were originally four sisters involved. In there the, were. I think there were three, then there were four. Well, they were kind of come and go. Yeah. Okay, and uh, then they, well, one one of them died, and then they got replaced by somebody else, and then the next one died. So oh, it's, talented. I know. Uh, Anita Pointer passed away at the age of 74, surrounded by her family. Surrounded by she, her family. Yeah, we, we had a bit on that <laughs> I guess it was podcast 54. I'm just telling I think it you was. folks, if you're ever laying in bed not feeling well <laughs> and the door opens and you're surrounded by your family, you better get up and run. I'm just warning you. I'm telling so, you. So uh, Anita Pointer was the oldest of four sisters. What do you uh, need a pointer for? Well, um, the one that sings. Oh, okay. The, the dog version's pretty worthless except for pointing of things. Uh, but uh, she was the oldest of four sisters who began singing in the, her father's church in Oakland, California, over 50 years ago. Mm. Started as a trio in 69, their debut album in 73, one of my favorite songs, Yes, We Can Can. And boy, did they. Boy, we they sure did. did, did. did. Yeah, yes. Uh, <laughs> other hits included uh, Fire, uh, Jump, 
and we were talking about it too. Neutron Dance. Oh man, that's I a still great love one. that song. Yeah, uh, but uh, it's a frisky tune. A frisky tune. Yeah, it is. Uh, Jump won uh, their numerous uh, Grammy awards. So Anita Pointer no about of that. the Pointer Sisters. Uh, also Fred White. Do you know who Fred White is? No, don't. Fred White of Earth, Wind, and Fire has died at the age of 67. He and his brother Maurice formed the band Mm -hmm. Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Fred played drums on most of their hits. Maurice died a few years ago. He leaves us a wonderful autobiography, by the way, of his and the group's life. Uh, It was a fascinating read. It was a great group. Yeah, it was a great group. So anyway, I saw them a gazillion years ago when, you ready for this? They appeared at Radford University. Are you kidding me? Yeah, they appeared in the Deadman Center. Oh my God, um, that's a rather large group to appear. Of course, yeah. I don't. I've never been to the Deadman Center, so I don't. Is it large? It's a it's a, it's a covered arena. Does it? I'm, in fact, I'm not even sure if it's still there today. How many people do you think? Uh, five, six, six thousand. thousand. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, very very small venue. But uh, I don't think Earth, Wind, and Fire was at the very top of their game at the time. But a great concert. I was. Uh, I've heard about it, uh, the Deadman Center, but I don't think I've ever actually been yeah. there. So great place for basketball. Yeah. Really was. Well, that's about all I got. Well, that's all we got for this. Not only that, it's lunchtime. <laughs> oh, well, let's just forget about the clothes. No. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have to do that. Hey, too, thank right? you so much for listening to episode 55 of Two Larrys and a Mic. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show. You can find Two Larrys and a Mic wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to share this podcast with someone by clicking the share button. Hope you're going to join us next time for Two Larrys and a Mic. I'm Larry Dowdy. Larry Bly here. And, and uh, Mike is Mike working is on... He's uh, working on removing those tattoos. Uh, oh, oh, you just took off a mole. <laughs> that doesn't sound too good. I don't think I'd want to go there. I think it's time for a career move. I think you're Another. Right. Yeah.